0: I got to thinking about the ministry of the Master. You know, if you look at the Word of God, you you see that much of his ministry was spent in healing the sick. Um, There's a scripture in Matthew 9 that he went about teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel, of course, is good news. And in the same context, it says, and healing people and ministering healing to them. So evidently... He taught the word and he preached the word. He preached the gospel, which includes healing. And then, praise God, he healed the sick. So Jesus is the healer. Say that with me. Jesus Jesus is is the healer. So, Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, as we look at a few scriptures, we pray that our hearts would be encouraged, that the eyes of our understanding, praise God, would be even greater light concerning this subject. And Lord, we trust you that the Word of God will just fall upon open ears and open hearts. Amen. And Lord, even even doing miracles and healings, even as the Word of God goes forth, both in the house and online, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Uh, if you would, open your Bibles to Exodus chapter 15, and we'll look at verse 26. Exodus, the 15th chapter, and the 26th verse. And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do all that which is right in his sight, I will put, or literally permit, none of those diseases which I have brought upon the Egyptians. And here's the phrase we want to look at. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. He did not say, I was. He did not say, I will be. He says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. And of course, the word for that healeth thee is Rapha. He is Jehovah Rapha. Now the word Rapha means the one who mends or the one who cures us. He also revealed himself himself. In another place in the Bible, he said, I am Jehovah Shalom. We know that Shalom means peace. So he said, I am your peace. Is he still our peace? Does he still make peace available to his sons and to his daughters? There is nothing like peace in Christ Jesus. He said, this peace I give you, it doesn't come from the world system. It comes from the kingdom of God, for he is the prince of peace. Well, if he's still giving peace and still is Jehovah Shalom, how about this? He still is Jehovah Rapha. Amen. And so we ought to believe that he is our healer. I didn't know this when I first got born again. It didn't take very long to discover it. But I think that people, when they receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, ought to receive all that Jesus has for them. Of course, salvation from sins is the most important. But, hey, what about receiving Jesus as your healer? He is our healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. And he's still making house calls. Amen. So he's always been and he always will be. Now I just want to read a couple other translations. From the Amplified he says, For I am the Lord who heals you. Young's literal translation says, For I, Jehovah, am healing thee. We could say this like this, He am healing me right now. The CJB says, Because I am Adonai, your healer. Still another translation in the CEV says, I am the Lord your God, and I will cure your diseases. We should never question that. We should receive this. He is our healer. Now, Jeremiah said something that I think is very interesting, because He connects healing and salvation together. I never really saw this so clearly in this verse. Notice how these phrases are interconnected. Jeremiah 17 and verse 14. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for thou art my praise. Amen? Glory to God. So we see them connected. Both uh, salvation and healing are part and parcel of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And a a missionary many years ago was uh, being interviewed about his ministry and he was sharing some things along the lines of healing when he'd go to other nations. And basically he said, if I could get to the people before they heard the traditions of men if I could get to the people before they heard a lot of doubt and unbelief I could always get them healed because I would get them to see that Jesus is not only Savior but Jesus is also your healer and what happens, faith rises faith, we know, begins where the will of God is known I can remember years ago, and I'm sure that Raul has experienced this in the Philippines, years ago, uh, we did an outdoor crusade in a in a little village called Bias City. It was right outside of Dumaguete City in the uh, region, in the province of Negros over there. And we had an open air meeting. It was just wonderful. And uh, we had you know, ministered to the pastors and the ministers in the morning and we brought trunk loads of Brother Hagin's books over there. And we just loaded just tons of books over there and we gave them to all the pastors and ministers and they were so very grateful. But when we were in that outdoor meeting, I'm telling you folks, just the simple gospel, as it went forth, the people's faith arose. We preached simple message like that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever that he is your savior he is your healer and he will do this for you right now and we had an explosion of healings in that outdoor meeting it was absolutely wonderful it was so good i think sometimes in america there is so much theological dissertations about the sovereignty of God and you may never know whether it's God's will to heal you or not. After all, God is God and he is sovereign and you never know what God might do. And I think as a result of that, sometimes in communities, there's something like F.F. Bosworth said, there can become a place of community unbelief to where in America sometimes, if people are not in the right environment, hearing the right things, if they're in the wrong environment, hearing the wrong things, it becomes very difficult for them to believe for healing because they don't know whether it's the will of God for them to be healed or not. But I'm so thankful for a community of believers at Heart of the Bay. I'm so thankful for the years and years and years of prayers and the years and years of seeds being sown through the different pastors and what part I've had to play in that. I'm so thankful that those seeds are in the ground and we're watering those seeds and those seeds are bearing fruit. How many of you can say, praise God, I've received healing a time or two in this place by the hand of God. Hallelujah. So that's good news. So we don't have community unbelief. We've got community faith. Amen. And we're connected with one another. When one of us is hurting, praise God, all of us can gang up together and team up together with our faith. And by the grace of God, we can move mountains in Jesus' name. Mountains of sickness and disease. Mountains of depression. Mountains of fear have to go in this kind of atmosphere. That's good news and so we never ever want to get under condemnation if we're in a battle anybody ever been in a battle before i'll raise both hands we've all been in a battle but thank god he's given us the ability to fight the good fight of faith so don't ever get under condemnation if you're hurting in an area of your life let it be known call out to the lord get some faith buddies I said, get some faith buddies and believe God together. Amen. Amen. Now let's go over to Psalms 103. Psalms 103. It says this in verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me do what? Bless his holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. He told us we should not forget these benefits. We need to find out what these benefits, plural, are. There's multiple benefits. And then, rehearse them. Become even more fully acquainted with them by feeding on them on a regular basis. So he says, don't forget any of the benefits that belong to you in Christ Jesus. The word benefits there in the Hebrew means these are his acts of goodness. His acts of goodness. Benefit number one. Verse three. Who forgiveth a third of thine iniquities. Huh? He'll forgive you the little ones, but boy, you you go too far. You've gone too far. No, thank God. He forgives us of all our iniquities. All means all. And, notice the rest of this, and healeth all thy diseases. It's in the same verse. It comes from the same God. Amplified says this, who forgives every one of all your iniquities, who heals each one of all your diseases. Now the word heal there literally means to mend, to cure, or to thoroughly make you whole. Because he's your physician. The word disease is there, of course, is sickness, malady, any disorder or disease, especially one that is chronic or deep-seated. He is your healer, even of chronic diseases. You know what something chronic is, something that's been around for a while. And so we must continually thank God for freedom for those things that have become chronic in our lives. Amen. Verse 4. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness. And what else? Tender mercies. So we can see immediately in here another benefit. Protection. He redeems your life from destruction. How many of you can testify tonight that he has kept you? He has sustained you. He is your protector. He is your redeemer. And if he redeemed you yesterday, he'll redeem you on your way home tonight. And he'll redeem you while you're sleeping tonight and he will redeem you when you wake up in the morning he will redeem you every day of your life because he is just that good he redeems your life from destruction that includes plagues that includes deadly diseases hallelujah did we read the amplified yet on that? I don't think we did Notice this. Who redeems your life from the pit. He redeems your life from the pit and corruption. He beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. The word crown there in the Hebrew means he is literally surrounding you enclosing you or encompassing you round about with His loving kindness and His tender mercies. Woo, hallelujah. I think we could get happy about the mercy of God tonight. Hallelujah. He is the Father of mercies. He told us to come boldly to the throne of grace and we could obtain mercy and find great help in our time of need. Hallelujah. It's because of His mercies that we are not consumed. It's because of His mercies that you get all kinds of stuff you didn't deserve. Hallelujah. Let's shout His mercy. His mercy (laughs) endureth forever. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 5. Who satisfies thy mouth with what kind of things? A good God gives good things. Now here's here it is. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Don't forget that benefit. The word satisfy in the Hebrew means... Fill to satisfaction, to have plenty of, and to be full, and to satiate, which means to be satisfied. Amplified says this Who satisfies your mouth, your necessary desire at your personal age and situation with good. So that your re- youth is renewed like the eagles. Strong. Overcoming. And soaring. I call you strong. I call you overcoming. And I call you soaring. I call Brendan and I strong. Overcoming. And I call us soaring. I call this fellowship strong. Overcoming. And soaring. In the name Of Jesus. Hallelujah. Passion says this You satisfy my every desire with good things. You've supercharged my life so that I soar again like a flying eagle in the sky. Supercharged. Supercharged. Supercharged with strength. Supercharged with the anointing supercharged with the power of the Lord. The NLV says, he fills my years with good things and I'm made young again like an eagle. The NLT says, he fills your life with good things and your youth is renewed like the eagle's. The NASB says, He satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Still another says, He satisfies you with plenty of good things so that your youth is made fresh like an eagle. Hallelujah. He contents us with good as long as we shall live so that our youth is renewed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let the inward man that's on the inside of each and every one of us, let the inward man on the inside, hallelujah, bring a renewal, hallelujah, bring a refreshing and bring a Even a a restoration in our bodies in the name of Jesus. From the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Lord, we know that the outward man is getting older. We know that the outward man is decaying. But yet on the other hand, the inner man, the man in Christ, is being renewed day by day. And so we take that renewal. And we apply it to our bodies. We apply it to our minds. We say that we are strong, overcoming, and we are soaring in Jesus' name. The CEV says this. Each day that we live, he provides for our needs and gives us the strength of a young eagle. I'm declaring over Brenda and I, I'm 71... I'll be 72 in November. She's, I don't know if she wants me to say it. She's 67. All right, she's 67. But I'm declaring over Brenda and I that we are catching a new gear. We're catching a new gear. And you've got to contend for that. Because it's not every day you feel like you've got a new gear. <laughs> I'm believing that people are going to come up to Brendan and I and you and ask you, what treatments are you taking? <laughs> Here's what we'll tell them, Raul. We'll tell them, I've got the full 103. I got the full Psalms 103. Long life. Strong life. Good life brightness of mind hallelujah and this will become even more real to all of you as you draw near unto me i've said in my word come close to me and i will come close to you for i'm in you and the anointing is within you But as you draw near to me, that anointing that is in you becomes enhanced by the Spirit of the Lord coming upon you. And so the Spirit within and the Spirit upon shall renew you, shall restore you, shall rejuvenate you. So do not draw back and do not draw away from me because of difficulties and circumstances. Press through the pressure and draw near to me and oh I will draw near to you and I will embrace you with my love I will embrace you with my grace and you shall be turned into another man hallelujah glory to God glory to God thank you Jesus amen Psalm 91 verse 16 says this with long life will I satisfy you and I will show you my salvation. Gloria Copeland Copeland coined this phrase and I love it. She says, I'm living long and I'm living strong. You know, if we're going to live long, we might as well live strong. We don't want to live long and be weak and unable to fulfill the things that God's placed in us. So how many of you know that we can have what we believe in our hearts? We can have what we say with our mouths. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let those who are living long on the earth say, I will live long and I will live strong. Put your hand up and say, By the grace of God... I shall, live long, I shall live long and I shall live, I shall live strong. So you and I, we're healed. We're healed through and through. Every bit whole. We are healed. No matter what we may feel, we are the healed. Amen? And 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly i pray this prayer for me and and you regularly and i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body would be preserved blameless unto the coming of our lord jesus christ preservation kept intact kept whole spirit soul and body, the message says, says this: May God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, spirit, soul, and body. I like this, and keep you fit, keep you fit, keep you fit for Jesus is coming soon. Yeah. Woo, hallelujah. Jesus is coming soon. We got some more race to run. Hallelujah. I don't know how many more pieces we got, but we're running the race. We're running the race. We got our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher. We're looking to his face. We're running the race. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We are fit for the master's use. We are tailor-made. Woo, for the last days. We have come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Hallelujah. And so, I need a haircut. And so, he'll, <laughs> he's gonna keep us fit, fit, meet. For the master's use. Laying aside the garbage. Keeping the gold utensils. Keeping ourselves pure. Hallelujah. Let's stay fit. Amen? Well, until he returns, what do you say we serve the Lord? Let's serve the Lord. I mean, there's not much out there in the world to serve. I just It's like, it's, it's empty. We don't have to keep up with the world. That's not the name, not that this is a game, but that's not how we live. The object is to become more like Jesus every day. So let's serve him. Now here's what will happen when we do. Exodus 23, verse 25. And you will serve the Lord your God and he will bless your pork and beans. Whatever you eat, he will bless... (laughs) He will bless your bread and your water. Now make sure you pray over your food. Give thanks to God for it. Because it's sanctified by the word of God and prayer. You don't know where some of those hands have been in some of those kitchens. Anyway. Bless your bread and your water and I will take sickness, what will he do? He'll take sickness away from the midst of you. NIV says, I will take away sickness from among you and none will miscarry or be barren in your land. I will give you a full lifespan. Deuteronomy 7.15 says, And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness... And will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which you know, upon thee, but will lay them upon them that hate thee. Now, I love what the NIV says. Now, there's a lot of talk about building our immune systems up, right? Did you know that faith-filled words will affect your immune system? The words that we speak in faith, God's word, will build you up. Up. Not only in your spirit, but it will affect your body. Now notice with me, in the, NL, uh, in the NIV, it says, The Lord will keep you free, immune from disease. Praise God. Amen. The Lord will protect us from all sickness and all disease. Jesus, you are our healer. Glory to God. 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 <laughs> oh forever, O oh Lord. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Oh barre de Solamande. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You remember the, the children of Israel when they left Egypt? They went out in great numbers, did they not? These folks have been under the rule of taskmasters for years and years and years. But the same I am, who am your healer, told Moses, go down and set the people free. And Moses went to Pharaoh and said, Let the people go. Let them go. And he said, well, he questioned God and he said, who shall I say sent me? You just tell them I am that I am. Now notice with me how he brought them out. This was a couple million people at least. In Psalms 105 and verse 37. Did you wear your shouting clothes tonight? Notice this with me. He brought them forth also. They spoiled the Egyptians. There's some spoiling that's going to take place in the world system, there's going to come a financial inversion into the body of Christ. He brought them forth with silver and gold. Now notice this. And there was not one feeble among their tribes. The word feeble means faint, fallen down, lame, weak, especially weakness of the legs and in the ankles. He said, I brought them And I'm telling you, folks, what He's doing right now, for those who will believe it and receive it, He's bringing us forth out of this ungodly pandemic. He's bringing us forth. He's bringing the body of Christ forth. He's bringing the glorious church forth. And as he brought them forth with silver and gold, I believe the Lord is saying there is going to come a restoration of those things which the enemy has stolen from many in the body of Christ. And not only that, just as there was not one feeble among their tribes, I believe this, that there's not going to be the feeble among us. Why? Because there's something taking place. There's a rejuvenation taking place. There's a restoration taking place. There is a refreshing. Do you believe it? Yes. I believe it. Say it with me. He's bringing us forth as well. Isaiah chapter uh, Jeremiah 30 verse 17. Read it with me. He said, I will restore health unto you. And I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. The message says, as for you, I'll come with healing, curing the incurable. So God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And God is with us. And God is in us. And God is upon us. And the same Jesus who went about doing good is going about doing good through you and through me because it's Christ in us, the hope of glory. And so the oppressed shall be set free. The depressed shall be lifted. Amen? Amen. The sick shall be healed. Oh my goodness. So would you agree with me tonight that it's not the will of God for one person to perish? Would you agree with me tonight that it is in fact the will of God for everyone to be saved? Just as it's God's will for everyone to be saved, it is the will of God for people to be healed and to not perish. Now, here's the thing that we really need to see. He's ready, he's willing, and he's able to do it now. He's able. He's willing. And I love this verse of Scripture as we close as Pastor Thomas comes back. Psalm 86, verse 5. It says... For thou, Lord, art what? For thou, Lord, art good and ready. And ready to forgive. And ready to heal. Plenteous in mercy unto all that call upon thee. Is he good and ready to save? You know, I could have been born again a lot earlier than I was. I was born again way back in 1975. 1975. I could have been born again in 1960. But I wasn't ready. But he was ready. And he's ready. He's ready to heal. He's ready to save. The dear brothers and sisters... We're not waiting on God. We're just receiving from what God is so very ready to do. Let's stand up, everybody. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Go ahead and pray and stir yourself up a little bit tonight. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Glory to God. with me, Jesus... You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I reaffirm, and you watching out there tonight on live stream, go ahead and join in and say this with me. I reaffirm my faith in Christ as my Savior. I'm saved from all sin. And I reaffirm my faith in Christ my healer. I thank you, Lord, that you're working in my life even now. Your healing power has—it was flowing through your word and your healing anointing is flowing in every body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
1: Lord, we thank you. (laughs) We thank you for that healing wave that's even flowing in our midst tonight. Oh, glory be to God. So tap in tap into what belongs to you tap into divine health and divine healing for the day is here and the hour has come where there will be an increase of the healing anointing and i want my people healed i want my people whole i want my people strong for i am calling ebrosaba I am calling my body to rise up. And to be agents of healing for Zembrikata, for my Hemandro Boshotra. My healing power is not just to be manifest in church, not just to be administered to my people, but my healing power. Oh, that healing anointing. It is my dinner bell. And I am ringing the dinner bell for all mankind. For the lost, for hurting, sighing, dying humanity. To not only know that I am a savior, but to know that I am their healer. Hallelujah. And once they see my goodness manifest, they will run to me. Uh Oh, glory
0: be to God. God.
1: Glory be to God. I heard T.L. Osborne. Some of you know who he is. Some may have never heard of him. But he was a mighty man of God. He was an ambassador. He was an apostle to the nations. And he had these crusades with millions of people gathered out in gigantic fields. And he would always, before he ever preached or gave an altar call for salvation, He would minister healing. The Lord told him that. Healing is my dinner bell. If you know anything about growing up out in the country or whatever. We had a dinner bell that you would ring. So people could hear it out when they're out in the field. And that meant come and eat. Come and eat. The meal is ready. And that's what healing is to the world. It's a sign that God loves them. And his goodness is manifest. Folks, there's this horrible pandemic and disease is running rampant in our in our world. But Jesus is the healer, and you and I, we're not just ambassadors of salvation, we are ambassadors of health and healing. And when Jesus manifests and people are healed, even if they don't know him, they're going to say, oh, God's good. I want him in my life. That would happen in T.L. Osborne's Crusades. People would get healed all over the place. And then he would say, how many of you want to have a personal relationship with this good, good God? Woo! Hallelujah. I'm stirred up. Glory be to God. Oh, the best days for the church were right in the edge of it. Woo! Glory! Glory shota, A healing wave like this world has never known. It's numbrashabrita. It's not by accident. That this wave and this pandemic has come. The devil doesn't know everything. But he knows that God's about to pour out healing. So what did he do? He tried to bring disease. But our God is greater. (laughs) Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can you just lift your hands? Let's get happy. We're happy that we're healed. But we are very ecstatic about what God's doing and going to do in the world today. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah.